0: Great detectives of old time radio. From Boise Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me. Box 13 at GreatDetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram. Instagram.com slash GreatDetectives. Our listener support campaign continues. You can become one of our Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month by just going to Patreon.GreatDetectives.net. This is our second listener appreciation special and it's an episode of the Jack Carson Show that features Sam Spade. And I think this is the last of the Sam Spade comedy episodes, particularly those starring Mr. Duff. And it's an episode of the Jack Carson Show. Now, Carson is not particularly... Re- well-remembered today. But The Jack Carson Show was on radio for four years, often setting ratings records. This episode is from 1947, and uh, The Jack Carson Show would leave the air after that season, and then Carson would go on to star in the Seal Test uh, Village Store before really just becoming a character actor for most of the remainder of his career. But this episode does have some interesting talent we'll talk about after the program. The original air date on this is March the 5th, 1947, and the title is Sam Spade. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. That's what Campbell Soups are. Mm-hmm,
1: good. From Hollywood, the Campbell Soup Show, starring Jack Carson. This Jack Carson, Freddie Martin and his orchestra, Arthur Treacher, Jack's nephew Tugwell, played by Dave Willock, little nine-year-old Norma G. Nilsson, Irene Ryan, and yours truly Del Charlotte. <laughs> Sit down to a steaming hot bowl of Campbell's chicken noodle soup some mealtime soon. Taste that first spoonful. Mmm, good. Hearty rich chicken broth simmered slowly from fine, plump chickens. Lots of homey old-fashioned egg noodles steeped in chicken goodness. And plenty of pieces of chicken. So tender, they almost melt in your mouth. Well, if you go for old-fashioned chicken noodle soup, Campbell's is just what you're looking for. Why not plan to serve it tomorrow for lunch or supper? You'll find Campbell's chicken noodle soup a real eating pleasure. Well, as you know, someone called the mad one sends Jack a telegram every day, and each one states that his time is diminished by another 24 hours. Jack is now so worried, he has hired the famous detective, Sam Spade, and let's hope he can shed some light on the mystery surrounding Jack Carson.
2: Hey, what's that you're reading, Uncle Jack? Another one of those telegrams from the Mad One?
3: Yeah, and this one says I've only got seven days left. I'm sure glad I hired Sam Spade to investigate this whole thing.
2: Well, gee, I don't know if it was so wise to hire a detective, Uncle Jack. Why not? Well, supposing while he's investigating, he finds out something about you.
3: <laughs> but, well, my life is an open book. Everybody knows me. I'm uh, Warner Brothers' leading star. <laughs> that's that's the whole story.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Supposing he finds out that back
3: in Milwaukee you used to work in a pickle factory.
4: <laughs> all right,
3: all right. So I used to work in a pickle factory, but remember, I had one of the most important jobs there. I was the head coordinator Sort of a troubleshooter On the production line (laughs) Some troubleshooter You stuffed the pickles In the bottle I did not The other people did that When they came to a big pickle That wouldn't go in the bottle Then I'd come along And grease the warts (laughs) And when Sam Spade gets here, don't be bringing up trivial things like that. Oh, uh, Treacher. Did you call, sir? Yes, what what time is Sam Spade supposed to be here?
1: Oh, when I phoned, his secretary told me he'd left already, sir. He
3: should be here any moment. Good, good.
1: Mr. Carson, is this Mr. Spade really such a capable detective?
3: Oh, yes, yes, Treacher. He's the very best. Once he gets on this case, he'll locate this killer who calls himself the Mad One in no time. How? Well, it's very simple. All he has to do is, uh... Well, all he has to do is locate the people who hate me and then just eliminate them one by one. My word, sir, that'll keep him busy for four days in Glendale alone. (laughs) Is that so? There may be a few people in Glendale who don't care for me, but I'll discuss that another time. Are you paying this detective much, sir? Well, we haven't really discussed money so far, but it doesn't matter. I want this mystery unraveled, and I don't care what he charges. Even if it's as much as... Uh, three dollars a day. <laughs> Do you, uh... you think he works for that, sir? Oh, I'm sure. Sir. May- maybe even less than that. In all the stories about Sam Spade, he says he doesn't care about the money. It's the thrill. The spine-tingling thrill of the chase. <laughs> Go to the door, Tracher. I'm sure that's Spade now. Very well, sir. Boy, a real detective. Gee, I hope I can give him some clues. Yes, yes, but but don't get in the way. This is Mr. Sam Spade, sir. Well, come in, Mr. Spade. I-, I can't tell you how glad I am that you're here, because... I'll take over from here. Uh, I... you called me in on this case as your private investigator, right? <laughs> right. Now, if I'm handling this, you've got to put your complete trust in me, right? <laughs> right.
4: <laughs>
3: I just want a complete rundown on this caper. I want nothing but facts. Understand? Facts. Now, who's this gunsling here? <laughs> Gunsel? That's, uh, that's Treacher, my valet I'm a Gunsel? Yeah, who's the other guy? That's my, gu- or my nephew, Tugwell <laughs> Okay, who are you? Yeah. Who am I? Well, I- I'm Jack Carson, surely you've seen me in pictures Why, I'm probably the biggest star out of Warner Brothers Studio <laughs> <laughs> Look, Carson, we're not going to get any place if we start off lying to each other <laughs> Well, I only meant to try now, the to... way I understand it, you've been receiving some threats against your life, right? Yeah, right. You want me to find out who's sending these messages, right? <laughs> right. Yes, well, you see, Mr. Spade... Now, before we I... go any further, let's settle the subject of my professional fee. Fee? Oh, well, you mean uh, money? Yeah, cabbage, scratch, moolah. I'm funny that way. I like to get paid when I work. Yeah, well, Mr. Spade, you see, I, uh... Well, it says in your books that, uh... Money doesn't matter to you because you love the spine-tingling thrill of the chase. Oh, yeah? Well, my fee is 50 bucks a day. 50 bucks a day? Yeah. What's that funny look on your face? Well, if you pull up your shirt there, you'll see some real spine-tingling.
4: <laughs>
3: Mr. Spade, I only thought that $50 a day is, well, it's, it's quite a bit of money. And although I've already hired you... Excuse I... me, i got to look out the window. Just remember that on the way over here, some Garnet was shadowing me. Garnet was shadowing you? Yeah. Hey, you there, open that curtain. Yes, sir. Yeah, there he is, skulking behind that bush. Stand back, everybody, under the line of fire. I'll get him. There. That'll fix him. I threw at least three slugs right through his shoulder. Gee. And the same thing... (laughs) The same thing will happen to anybody who tries to cross Sam Spade. Now, about that 50 bucks a day, Carson. We aren't going to have any trouble on that, right? All oh, right, 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 <laughs> right. When, when you come to think of it, $50 a day is quite uh, reasonable. And expenses. All yeah. <laughs> oh, right, 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 of course, expenses. That includes any little thing that may come up. And, of course, when I take an assignment, I always drink volcados. Uh, what was that? Volcados. It's a beverage imported from France. Costs $14 a bottle. $14 a bottle? Well, you know, it's a funny thing. Usually we have gallons of that around the house. But today we haven't got one little speck. (laughs) That's okay. I brought some with me in my satchel. I think I'll open a bottle and take a slug now. (sighs) Ah, that's great stuff. Really curls your toes. What do you drink, Carson? Me? Me? Yeah, what's your poison? Scotch and soda, bourbon, gin, or straight rum? <coughs> well, I, uh... In the evening, he has a cup of hot hemo. <laughs> I never heard of that stuff. Does it curl your toes? Well, no, but it, it makes them lean over and kiss each other good night. <laughs> hey, uh, English... I'm putting you in charge of these bottles. Whenever I want another slug of Valcados, I'll tell you. Uh, what was your name again? Mr. Gunstall to use. <laughs> uh, about, about how many drinks are there in one of those bottles, Mr. Spade? I usually get about seven. $14 a bottle. That's costing me $2 a drink. Look, Carson, your life's in danger, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Now, when a man's life is in danger, money is no object, Right. Right. But I can see that you're the kind of a guy that money doesn't mean anything to anyway, right?
2: No, but stick around and try for the
3: jackpot. (laughs) I think I'll have another slug of Alcados. Ah, Ah, that stuff's as delicate as a butterfly walking on a lily pad. Hmm.
4: Hey, here
2: comes Norma Jean up the front walk, Uncle Jack.
3: Oh, a dame in the case, huh? Oh, no, this is just a little dame that, I mean, the little girl that lives next door. Well, in this case, everybody's a suspect. Lots of times, gangsters use a little kid as a go-between. Now, you two get out of the room, and Carson, you stand behind that screen so she can't see you. Behind the screen? Well, I don't think Do I... as I tell you.
5: Hello, everybody. Oh, I was looking for Mr. Carson. Who are you?
3: My name is Spade. I'm, uh, uh well, I'm a detective.
5: Oh. Hasn't he paid that bill at the May Company yet? <laughs>
3: Kid's got a memory like an elephant. <laughs> Look, kid, uh, Mr. Carson's in a little trouble, but maybe if you can answer a couple of questions, you can help him out.
5: Oh, I'd do anything for Mr. Carson.
3: Okay. Now, tell me, have you ever seen any suspicious-looking characters hanging around here? No. Any strange women?
5: Well, my mother says all the women he gets are strange.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who, for instance?
5: Well, there was Gloria? Gloria? Yes, Gloria Hockenschlag. Mr. Carson told everybody she was a hostess, but she wasn't.
3: No? Well, what did she do?
5: She filled up ketchup bottles in a cheeseburger joint. <laughs>
3: i got to tell this kid about Nora Prentice. <clears throat> <laughs> well, is there uh, any girl he knows who might be classed as, uh, uh, well, mysterious?
5: Well, there's that new foreign girl he just met.
3: Foreign girl?
5: Yes, her name is Tanya. I think she's got him hypnotized Since he met her, he doesn't seem to know what he's doing
3: You mean he's uh, sort of out of his mind?
5: He must be He took her to the drugstore one night And he insisted on paying for both Cokes
3: (laughs) That wasn't the way it was at all We tossed for it and I lost (laughs) Well, thanks, kid You're a big help. You can go now.
5: All right. Tell Mr. Carson I was over here. Goodbye.
3: Okay, everybody. You can come back in now. I I could have told you that you were wasting your time with Norma Jean. Well, I do things thoroughly, and that reminds me. Uh, Treacher, another shot of El (laughs) Yes, sir. Ah, Yeah. Delicate as a butterfly walking on a lily pad. (laughs) Falcados, he has to drink at two bucks a shot Why couldn't he be crazy about Drano? That only costs 60 cents a quart Let's see, Carson, maybe I'm going on the wrong angle I think I'd better get a general picture of your background and proceed from there Well, I'd be glad to tell you anything about... Oh, there's the door Look out the window and see who it is, Treacher. Yes, sir It's Miss Ryan, sir Miss Ryan? Who's she? Oh, she's just a woman at a little store down the street. You don't have to question her why she wouldn't harm a fly. Okay, if you say so. Let her in.
6: Hello, everybody. Hello, Mr. Carson.
3: Hello, Miss Ryan. Uh, This is Mr. Spade. He's doing a little investigating for me. He was just about to ask me some questions.
6: Oh, go right ahead. I wouldn't bother you for the world. Good, (laughs) good. If there's anything I hate, it's a Insky woman who doesn't know enough to keep her nose out of other people's business. Uh,
3: yes, yes. Now, uh, Carson, we mustn't pass up the possibility of poison. Poison? Yeah. How you been feeling lately?
6: Oh, I guess I'm about as well as could be expected. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Miss Ryan, he was asking me.
6: Oh, excuse me. But I have noticed a peculiar ache recently.
3: What kind of ache? You should never have asked her that.
6: (laughs) This ache is kind of hard to describe.
3: Well, never mind that now. I'm trying to get some dope on Carson here. When did you first meet him?
6: Well, now let me see. In 1944, I had those terrible headaches. In 1945, I had a pain in my shoulder. And then 1946, I got that awful pain in my neck. I can't remember now which came first, the pain in my neck or
4: Mr. Carson. <laughs>
3: they usually run neck and neck. Yeah, that'll do it. Sometimes uh, capers like this are inside jobs, Carson. I remember once I had a That's little, all uh, my
6: pains are, inside jobs.
3: <laughs> this guy was like you, Carson. He got involved in a shooting. You say it was trying You know, to... a
6: lot of my pains are shooting pains. <laughs> well, they, uh,
3: they ambushed this guy one night when he was coming home from work.
6: I don't mind the shooting pains so much. Only some of them backfire.
4: Miss <laughs>
3: uh, Ryan, please.
6: I took some four-way cold tablets, and that really confused them. <laughs> now they fire in all directions.
4: Miss
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I really haven't got time to hear about your pains now. I'm paying this man $50 a day
6: goodness, why didn't you say so? You must be in terrible pain yourself. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be one of those women who just keeps talking and bothers everybody, so I'll just run along. Goodbye now. So long,
3: Miss Ryan. Are there any other dolls in this caper? Well, there's a, a Viennese girl named Tanya that I met about a month ago. Well, I'd like to talk to her. She sounds very suspicious. Oh, no, no, no. You've got it all wrong. Tanya is a gorgeous girl, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that she's crazy about me. Yeah, that's what makes her so suspicious. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, look,
3: Tanya's coming over about 8 o'clock, and you can Mr. talk to... Mr. Carson, Mr. Carson, Mr. Sharbert is out in the kitchen. I told him not to come in. Oh, yeah, this guy will want to question him. but $50 a day, is already wasted enough of my time. Uh, Spade, I'm going down to the kitchen to get a glass of water. I'll be right back. Hello, Jack. I just stopped by to look, tell Del, you, that... Del, I can't talk. You know, I'm in a hurry. You see, I've got somebody in well, the other I room. Well, I just stopped by to tell you that the folks Del, seem to Del, like. look, that... I'm in a hurry. I've got Sam Spade in the other room, and I'm paying. Uh, him 50 but Jack, bucks a... I think you'd like to know that folks
1: seem to enjoy that Al Jolson commercial you did a few weeks ago so much that. Del, they... I'm
3: in a hurry. Uh, uh, folks, did?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, lots of people thought you impersonated Al Jolson even better than Larry Parks, and they'd like to hear it again. Oh, but then you're in a hurry, and.
4: Ooh. Who is in a hurry? <laughs> you
3: mean you mean when I sang, though April showers may come your way, they bring the tiny little flowers that are blooming a man Yeah, that, that's the idea. Daldal, Del, don't interrupt me. I like that part in there. Those tiny little flowers. My oh, tiny little flower. My <laughs> oh, tiny
4: little Here, Jack. Flowers.
1: Here, say, I, I've got a medley of Al Jolson songs right here. Now, you can start
3: right from the top. Okay, of course, I, I hate to show Larry Parks up like this. Mammy. Mammy. The sun shines east. The sun shines west. But I like Camel's chicken noodle best, huh? Wait, wait a minute, Del How did Chicken Noodle get in there? Well, I, uh, I changed the words slightly Well, how could you do this to me? I was singing my heart out I, I was even down on one knee
1: Yeah, but this is for the Campbell soup people
3: Oh, maybe I better get down on both knees Chicken Noodle Made the Campbell's all time away Better fine, fine, plump chicken's I've got all the passion, all the shame. it's Dallas News, no I can't go through with it. Huh? <laughs> Somehow, I don't feel it right now. I'm, I'm worried. Well, well, all right, Jack. If you don't want to
1: cooperate, I can always get Larry Parks to do it. Larry Parks? Yes. And who knows? The Campbell people might like him better than they do you. Well, uh... <laughs> well, what do you say? No April showers. Make them your way.
3: Those tiny little flowers.
1: Okay, Jack. Now, here's the big finale. California. California, here I come.
3: Okay, hit it. Chicken noodle. Here I come. Tell that grocer to save me some. With noodles of noodles, the old-fashioned kind. And plenty of chicken. It's delicious. Served in dishes and your lips. You will be licking. Love those noodles. Love that chicken. Love those tiny little Jack. flowers. Jack. <laughs> You don't have to overdo it. Yeah, but I'm doing this for my mammy, doll, my good old mammy, Campbell Sue. <laughs> you can bet I won't be late. Cause there's chicken noodle in my plate. And that's why I can hardly wait. Chicken noodle, here I come. And I mean Campbell's chicken noodle, here I come.
1: Now, the magic music of Freddie Martin, presenting Glenn Hughes and the Martin men. I got a gal I love in North and South Dakota.
7: Got a gal I love in North and South Dakota There ain't no difference in my love, not one iota I guess the two gals put me one above the goota Still I got a gal in North and South Dakota ooh, ooh, ooh. I knew which of my true loves is true I got a gal I love in North and South Dakota There ain't no difference in my love Not one iota, iota Just wait till they hear about the gal in Minnesota It's a situation, partner, that makes it Guess I'll go back to the gal I love in Texas Texas Guess I'll go back to the
4: gal
7: I love in Texas she said that she'd be true and I could quote her I should have kept my loves in North and South Dakota Dakota I guess I've even lost the gal in Minnesota, it's a situation, partner, at Texas. If I had the nerve, I could go back to Texas. Texas.
3: What time is it? Just a quarter to eight, sir. Tanya ought to be here pretty soon. I told her I'd take her to the Black Cat Cafe, and our reservation is for 8.30. By the way, where's Spade? He's out in the kitchen, sir, working on the caper. Oh, well, let's peek in the door and see how he's doing. He's doing all right. That's the fourth bottle. Hey, Carson, is that dame here yet? Uh, I, wish, I wish you wouldn't refer to Tanya by that term. She's really a very lovely girl. Listen, Carson, dames is dames. Wherever there's trouble, you find a dame. I can't stand him. Uh, when you see Tanya, you'll think differently. Not me, pal. Her charms won't do a thing to me. They don't call me Spade the Stonewall for nothing. I'm going in the library now, and when she comes, I'll question her. You know,
1: sir, he's so handsome and dashing that he might be some competition with Miss Tanya. What do you mean? Well, sir, so under the circumstances,
3: you're lucky he is a stone wall with women. Oh, Pooh, I'm not afraid of competition. <laughs> I'll get it. That's probably Tanya now.
8: Ah, hello, Jack.
3: Ah, hello, Tanya. <laughs> Come in. I'm, I'm awfully glad to see you.
8: Look, Jack, since we were going to the Black Cat, I wore an evening gown.
3: Yeah, it really looks nice, too.
8: I'm afraid I was in such a hurry that I just threw the dress on as quickly as I could.
3: (laughs) You shouldn't have been in such a hurry. You almost left at home. (laughs) (laughs) I do do like the dress, Tanya. It's so snug. How did you get it to fit so snugly? Oh,
8: it is on account of that wonderful invention, the zipper. Uh As you say, in America, I just put it on and zippity up one side and zippity down the other. (laughs)
3: yeah. Quite a lot of doodah going on, too. <laughs> but I am glad to see it. I've got a table for two at the Black Cat.
8: Oh, good. I have my heart set on going there tonight.
3: I heard voices on here, Carson. I thought maybe you might have... Oh, who's this? Oh, hello, Spade. Excuse me. I want to tell Tanya something. Tanya, this is a friend of mine. I don't want you to be offended. You see, he's peculiar. He, uh, he hates women. Oh. Uh, Tanya, I'd like to have you meet Mr. Sam Stonewall Spade.
8: Ah, Sam Spade, the detective. I'm so glad to know you.
3: Look here, young lady, I have some questions to ask you, and I want some direct answers, you understand? This guy's as hard as granite.
8: (laughs) Of course, of of course, Mr. Spade. Ah, you'll you'll forgive me for staring at you. You're you're so good-looking, you almost take my breath away.
3: Listen, all I want to know... Oh, you think I'm handsome,
8: huh? Yes, I
3: do. Oh, you do. (laughs) Anybody want to buy an old stone wall?
8: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Spade, I have not met any continental men like you. Vous êtes très vigoureux.
4: Mais
3: non, mademoiselle, mais non. (laughs) Uh
8: Mais oui, mais oui. Vous êtes fort, grand, formidable. Mm,
3: mademoiselle, s'il vous plaît.
8: Oh, mais oui, vous avez une magnifique dom.
3: I wish I was back in the pickle factory. (laughs) You see, Tanya, Mr. Spade came over here to help me out of a little difficulty that I was... You know, Carson, I had no idea this case had so many interesting angles. But a detective. He doesn't know a curve from an angle.
8: Mr. Spade, I have read so much about you. You are intriguing. I'm fascinated by men who live dangerously. Yeah, well, Tanya,
3: you may not know this, but I, I, I live dangerously, too. Oh, yes, indeed. Just yesterday, he crossed Sunset Boulevard without waiting for a Boy Scout to lead him. <laughs> Nobody asked you, Freacher.
8: Oh, Jack. Jack, we really should go if we don't want to be late for our table at the Black Cat.
3: Yes, but Mr. Spade wanted to ask you some questions. Oh, go. that's all right. I can ask him down at the Black Cat. It'll be more cozy down there anyway. Uh-huh. Well, I'd love to have you come along, Spade, but it's a table for two and it was the last one in the place. Table for two is plenty, Carson. You won't be there. Yeah, yeah, but I won't. no. I was hired to protect you, and you're in danger, so I forbid you to leave this house tonight. Wait a minute, Spade. Jack, Jack, what is this? You're in danger? Well, yes, yes, I've received some threats against my life, Exactly. (laughs) That's why you can't leave the house, but I'll uh, take extra good care of Tanya, here. Hmm.
8: But, Jack, I will worry about you.
3: What do you think I'll be doing about you?
8: (laughs) Ah, Jack, don't concern yourself about my safety. I'll be with Mr. Spade, and I know he always carries a gun.
3: Yeah, but this is the first time he ever had my girl for a target Let's get going, babe
8: Good night, Jeff now, now,
3: listen to me, Spade I don't mind telling you I'm plenty burned up First you charge me $50 a day Then you drink $36 worth of Valcados. That all comes under expenses Yeah, yeah, I know Now you're going over to the Black Cat Cafe and run up a big bill Well, that's expenses And while you're going over there, you'll probably make violent love to my girl I suppose that comes under expenses, too No, I do that for nothing he... Go <laughs> so long, pal Ah, that does it. That does it. <laughs> Preacher, a shot of Valcados, please. But, sir,
1: you, you never had a drink before
3: in your whole life. Well, I'm going to have one now. <sighs> that spade isn't so tough. Anytime he thinks he's as tough as I am, he's got another thing coming. I'll have another shot.
1: Oh, please, please don't drink so much, sir.
3: Why, this stuff is as smooth as a butterfly falling flat on his face in a lily pad. <laughs> as I said before, any time he thinks he's as tough as I am, he's got another thing coming. Oh, dear, sir, it's affecting you already. It is not. I don't feel a thing. <laughs> I repeat, any thing coming that he's got a tough... I mean, uh... Any guy who, whatever I said before, thinks he's as tough as he thinks he's as tough as he thinks... Well, whatever it is, that's what I am. And I'm just the guy that can do it, too. Say, Uncle Jack, I...
1: Please leave the room, Master Tugwell. I'm afraid your uncle is intoxicated. I'm
3: sorry you had to see me in this condition, Tugwell, but... I drank the whole bottle of Valcarus.
2: (laughs) What? That bottle right there?
3: That very same bottle.
2: Well, gee, I emptied that bottle out and put something else in it. I swear you didn't. Yeah, what you've been drinking is (laughs) 7-Up.
1: Think of the colonial cookery of long ago, and you're sure to recall the open-handed generosity of those bountiful days. Well, back in colonial times, they used lots of chicken to make their chicken noodle soup. They put in lots of homemade egg noodles and plenty of pieces of chicken, too. Well, no wonder their soup was so delicious. And you know, nowadays, Campbell's take their cue from those good colonial cooks. Campbell's chicken noodle soup is made the same old-fashioned way. Plenty of fine, plump chickens slowly simmered to a hearty, rich broth, home-style egg noodles, and plenty of pieces of chicken, too. Mmm, good. So right now, today, you can have the same kind of chicken noodle soup that came hot and hearty from an old-fashioned soup kettle. What do you do? Well, you just ask for Campbell's chicken noodle soup next time you're marketing.
4: Mmm, good Mmm, good That's what
7: camel soups are Mmm, good
3: I want to thank Howard Duff, who is Sam Spade, for dropping in with us tonight He can soon be seen in Mark Hellinger's picture, Brute Force I hope you'll all be with us next Wednesday at the same time Till then, good luck and good night
7: Franco-American spaghetti
4: F-A
7: Franco-American hey. Franco-American F-A Franco-American Back at your grocers again
1: Franco-American spaghetti is back America's favorite The spaghetti with the extra good sauce Ready cooked to give grand good eating but quick Get a can of Franco-American spaghetti F-A
7: Franco-American Back at your grocers again
1: appears through the courtesy of the Wildwood Company. This next Wednesday is the Jack Carson Show, and stay tuned to Doctor Christian, which follows immediately. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>
0: Well, an interesting program, and a pretty fun time had by all, I did like the ending part where Jack thought he was getting drunk and it turned out he was drinking 7-Up. Also, Carson's Jolson imitation was very good. Very spot on. And this was during an era where Jolson, who was in his 60s, was having a resurgence in his career... After a fictionalized biopic, The Jolson Story was released, which, as the episode referenced, uh, had Larry Parks playing the young Al Jolson. So, it was a great time, if you were a singer, to dust off your Jolson impersonation. Now, there were some notable members of the cast, among them Irene Ryan, who played Miss Ryan on this program, However, fans of classic television will remember her for her role as Granny on the Beverly Hillbillies. Of course, it has to be said that Sam didn't do a whole lot here other than charge his client for a day's work, drink a bunch of liquor, and steal his client's date for the evening. But I guess that's why Sam Spade goes on the comedy shows. At any rate, now it's time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to go ahead and thank Jacqueline. Jacqueline's been one of our Patreon supporters since August 2018. Currently supporting the program at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Jacqueline. And that will do it for today. A reminder, if you do enjoy this podcast, be sure to follow us using your favorite podcast software. We'll be back next Sunday with one more listener appreciation special. But listen up tomorrow for Sam Spade, where Sam has to get back to work, where... Sam, wake
4: up! Oh, Sam, speak to me! Sam! Sam! Sam!
0: Oh, no.
3: No, 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 no. Don't hit me again. Oh, you're gonna have the jewels.
4: Oh, Sam, you poor darling. Hmm? Here. Here, here, drink this.
3: What is it? Tastes awful.
4: Water, Sam.
3: Oh. Where'd they go?
8: Well, they chased each other down the hall. I thought you'd gone out.
3: I did. What did she hit me with?
8: Well, she took a sap out of her purse and let fly before I could prevent it. Yeah. But you were still on your feet when you told me to close the door.
3: Fine thing. Help me up. Yes, Sam. Easy, easy.
8: Oh, when I think of you lying in here unconscious all that time while I went out to lunch. What? If anything had happened to you, I'd never forgive myself.
3: You call this nothing?
8: Oh, you poor, dear, brave boy. Now, you just sit down and relax. Now, the ambulance should be here any minute.
3: Ambulance? Don't you know these things cost money?
8: Well, I'm sorry, Sam. I lost my head. When I saw you lying there all over a heap, forget I couldn't Forget it, forget
3: help it. What's that gadget there on the floor?
8: Oh, oh, it's lipstick. It must have dropped out of her purse when she opened it for the sap.
3: Huh. Apple of Eve. It's
8: a ghost color, Sam.
3: Apple of Eve. Mm. Unique Garage. Harry speaking.
4: Spade, this is Dream of Love.
3: Keep your distance. Look, uh, you left your lipstick, but don't bother to come after it. I'll mail it to you.
4: What kind is it?
3: Apple of Eve.
2: Sorry, I've never used it.
3: Good, then I won't give you another thought.
2: Oh, but you got to. She's dead. Eve Adams? Yeah. She jumped into a taxi in front of your building. I went straight after her but I got caught in traffic where they're tearing up Market Street.
3: That could be anywhere between the Embarcadero and Twin Peaks, fine alibi. What comes next? Well, I'm at her apartment now, and she's dead. Dan, Dan, Hold on.
0: I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net, follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives, and check us out on Instagram. Instagram.com slash greatdetectives from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.